Welcome back to the 750. I am your ORG Ochoa. He is your 75 two-time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer, and surely going to put together quite the spread for Super Bowl Sunday next week. The one and only Tony Casillas. TC, what up? Uh, I'm doing good. It's just another another Super Bowl passes by that uh, that the Cowboys aren't part of. But uh, you know, speaking of entertainment and being the biggest show on earth next week. It's kind of totally off the off the path, but have you fit? Have you watched Ozark? Are you an Ozark fan? The series on Netflix. So I saw you post about this. Actually, um, I have seen the first two seasons, but I ha- like it was it was a few years ago, so I haven't picked <laughs> back up. It, it was season four that released. Yeah, season four, part one, and uh, I just kind of I'm not going to say anything to kind of let the cat out of the bag of just uh, divulge any information. I'm just going to tell you, it's uh, it's freaking amazing. I had to go back and start watching season one because everything, there's always the writer intent is just amazing. But anyway, I just thought I'd, I'd just ask you about that because, man, I'll tell you what, it's one of those shows you just continue to, it's like a book. It's a good book or whatever the case may be or dessert or something that you just binge and just keep watching and watch it and, it's just an amazing series, brother. So I know you're not busy. I know you're, it's not like you just had a newborn baby and you're not where you're working. I'm sure you got all kinds of time to do that. Yeah, actually, my house is chaos right now. I got the dog barking. I got the kid in the same room. So this is part one, though. <laughs> welcome, welcome to parenthood, man. <laughs> it's uh it's trash day uh bears is such a popular person on the podcast um but you said this was part one of ozarks there's a part two coming yes i i don't know when they're going to release that but yes there is a part two and i don't i'm just curious if it's going to be the last part of the you know the, this will be the ending series i guess i don't know because i think you just it's gotten so crazy but uh, anyway, uh, I'll continue to watch it until they decide that there's no, there's no um, any dis- more any more dysfunction uh, and no more uh, people that can lose their lives. Which I shouldn't say that, but yeah, it's it's kind of it's a it's a great series, by the way. Right on. We're going to make it through. The trash is passing by. So this is. I feel like I'm in a like in a war zone. Um. So this is uh this is utter <laughs> chaos. Um. So appreciate everybody understanding. But um. Anyway. Uh, so what are uh, get gathering my thoughts? I was a, it was a crazy moment here. I appreciate you buying me some time, Tony. Go ahead, no, trash okay. the, the trash if you want is- me to just go ahead and get into it, then well, I'll, I'll just carry the show. I mean, that's, we're, you know, we're I'm good. Not used to that. The trash truck has, has driven by he, the trash decided to take the slowest amount of time possible across the street, of course, uh, because that's exactly what needed to happen this day of like, like it was totally quiet in my office. Like, I swear, like for hours this morning This Tony. I've been up since 5 a.m. today. All right. And I've been in the office uh, since 6 a.m. and totally peaceful, totally quiet. And then we hit record. And all of a sudden, of course, the chaos starts. You know what? That's the thing about me. Our, our totally, our different uh, lives are totally different. I, it's just my wife and I, the kids are off and we're empty nesters. So you have a, a ways to go, but uh, you know, I'm kind of back here in, in my dungeon where it's kind of soundproof. There's, you know, I'm back here. Basically, if you'd see my office, it's converted laundry room, big laundry room to my office. So anyway, with that, um, lots to talk about. I, I just, I look at last weekend and I'm thinking again, and yeah, I went and watched the game with some of my boys and it's been 20 something years, you know, I'm getting grayer, I'm getting older and still, 
no sign of the Cowboys in the postseason NFC championship game. You know, I've, um, you know, I, I, I tweet a lot of things. Uh, everybody followed Tony on Twitter at TC Casillas. I'm on Twitter at RJ Ochoa. And I've, I've had my, I, I've, I've had some sort of therapy this, this, you know, sh- so far short off season for the Cowboys, just kind of taking my shots at them because I'm so pissed at them. You know what I mean? And yeah. so like any turn I can, it's like, you know, I'm just just highlighting things like how how long it's been since they've won an NFC championship game or whatever. I mean, you know, I thought about tweeting <laughs> this, but, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse. Um, th- there's a lot to get to. You mentioned the, the championship games, but right before we started recording, uh, right before the chaos in my office, Tom Brady officially, officially, officially announced his retirement. And so, you know, we can get into that, too. But I think about it like he's been playing forever, right? Like we, we we all understand that we all like contextualize it that way. He's been playing forever. He's achieved all these things. He's he owns all the records. I mean, on and on and on and on. His entire career started after like several years after the Cowboys last won the Super Bowl. You know, like the, when when the Cowboys last, you know, accomplished anything. No, Tom Brady wasn't. I don't think he was even in college. You know, he was still mm-hmm. in high school. And so it just really puts in perspective, again, how long of a drought we're in. And I think I, I do want to touch on the Brady thing, but we, we were going to talk about the Bengals before the Brady thing. So th- clearly this is a, a, a mess of an episode already. But, you know, hey, we're just living life. Tony. The Cincinnati Bengals are in the Super Bowl, and I don't want to take any shots at them. Like, I'm super happy for their fans, super happy for their team. Joe Burrow is awesome, you know, on and on and on and on. But the Bengals, I mean, I think you might agree they they might have the worst ownership in the NFL. And somehow they stumbled like there's um. have you ever seen the, the YouTube video? It's actually about the Browns. It's called the factor of sadness. Have you ever seen this video before? It's like a fan yelling at the stadium. Yeah, I was going to, is that, is that part of when they, let's a call to, well, I'm trying to think the Browns when they, they didn't bolt out of town, but it's obviously, <laughs> but yeah, too, you think sometimes they may have well, kind of like uh, we, we have the right. Cowboys in the last few years, but no, I haven't, have not seen that. So, well, in this video, it's a Browns fan and it's like a, a Sunday night after they they like lose by 50 points. And it's it's from like 2006, 2007. And so this fan is yelling at the stadium and he's like kind of like cursing out the Browns and telling them how bad they are. And he, he says something and I reference this a lot. He says, do you realize that it is actually statistically harder to be this consistently bad than for you to sometimes accidentally occasionally be good? And I think about that and I don't want to take away from the Bengals and winning the AFC and getting the Super Bowl, but like they've kind of like lucked into this, you know, like part of part of their path has been lucking into this. They, they drew the Raiders in the first round. They, they drew the a really weak one seed in the Titans and in Kansas City imploded in the title game. Again, I don't want to take anything away from them, but like the Cowboys can't even luck into this. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you almost have to try to not even get lucky over a quarter century. You know what I mean? Like at some point, like things have to break, like, I mean, like equated to golf, like, you know what I mean? You can, you, some people, you know, they, they, you can go ahead and you can go hit 18 tee shots. And one of those 18 is going to be pure just off like odds. You know what I mean? Just off of like luck. And that just hasn't even happened for the Cowboys. I, I don't think it's luck. I think that regardless of who you play, you have to, you have to be resilient. And when they, when they when they played Tennessee and Tennessee got the bye and Joe Burrow was sacked nine times, you saw some resiliency. You saw some adjustments on their part. So, you know, while yeah, you get sometimes you got to get lucky during the season when it comes to injuries. And 
you know, I think that, you know, they're able to do that, but they, they have the backbone of the, the players to back everything else. I think one thing that you see in these playoffs and I think that you see the, the, the level of plays in the quarterback play. And then you look at what Cincinnati was able to do to Kansas city in overtime. I'm sure everyone thought, okay, well, it's, it's deja vu from the deja vu from the week from the week before the prior week, you know, right. when Kansas city got the ball and they ended up scoring a touchdown game over. Everybody was including myself was, was crying foul because they thought we thought that they needed to change the overtime, especially when a game that's that crucial. And, but the Cincinnati was able to make adjustments at halftime. Sure. They're able to pivot the whole game of momentum. Look at Kansas city. They tried to, I don't know if they got greedy, but they wanted to try to put them, put them out of their misery and try to get scored touchdown and Cincinnati, they did not score. So, you know, I think that it's, you know, Cincinnati is just a pure example of having the right things come together, which a lot of teams have to have, but the, the, the great ingredient on that team is that they have a, a good defense. They have a great quarterback. They have a, a tremendous playmaker and receiver and those guys work together. So when you look at the Cowboys, I don't think that you've, that's totally opposite because they don't do that. They don't create their own situation. You know, look, they were 12 and five and you go into, you know, you get, you draw, you know, the 49ers and it just exposes and your deficiency and the things that you could not do because they didn't have the play call and they didn't have the players, you know, being able to back it up. The quarterback was not consistent enough in those moments. And to me, that's when your big time players got to show up. And I think everything you said is really well said. And what you said is kind of what I meant by luck. Like they had everything kind of come together. And then they also did the the controllables, right? Because like that's how football is. Like you got to do your part, but it's it's a weird game. Like weird things happen. Oh, yeah. And and so that's what's frustrating is you look at this Cowboys season and they kind of got that luck. I mean, look, I believe in Micah Parsons. You believe in Micah Parsons. I believe in Trayvon Diggs. You believe in Trayvon Diggs. If, if we're if we're playing odds, Micah's not getting that many sacks next year. Trayvon's not getting that many interceptions. This defense as a whole, I know Dan Quinn's coming back. There will probably be some regression to the mean. So it's like, how can you you, you got you got this very, very special thing on defense that is probably not going to happen next year. And you you still like you couldn't even do it with that. And then you look at the Bengals and, and you know, they're able to do it with the things that they're getting. And so that's what's frustrating. And again, it's you know, the Bengals, you know, any Cowboys fan that's, I don't know, 40 or younger, you know, their whole life has been, you know, the, the, the jokes of the NFL for their whole life have been the Bengals and the Browns and the Jaguars when they came to the NFL. Um, and so it's it's kind of depressing. It's it's depressing to see, you know, a team like that and maybe maybe they lose it. But still, they're they're they get they get this two week ride where they get to be in the Super Bowl. They get to do all this stuff. They get to experience all the fun stuff. They get the hat, the hats and the T-shirts winning the AFC. I mean, it, it feels like that is light years away from the Cowboys. And it's depressing that the Bengals, who two years ago were so bad that they casted off Andy Dalton, who incidentally wound up with the Cowboys, um, and and that they have been so, something I think about a lot. And, and we'll touch on Tom Brady, but if you look at the Cowboys drought that they've been in, obviously haven't appeared in an, even a title game since 1995, there are several teams that have gone to the Super Bowl twice or, or multiple times, but but done it um, like, for example, the 2000 um, Baltimore Ravens that they, they won the Super Bowl, obviously. 
Well, 12 years later, they got back, but with like an entirely different team. You know, you know what I mean? Like a, a completely different team, completely different coaching staff, completely different everything. So like they went, they won it. Many teams went and lost it and then tore down, rebuilt, and then got back. And so many teams have done that. I mean, the Ravens, the Giants, the Seahawks, the Eagles, the Packers, the Broncos, the, you know, the Patriots have been obviously been a thousand times. I mean, so many teams have been able to do it and then walk all the way back down the mountain and then climb it back up again, where the Cowboys are just still stuck at the bottom. I mean, look at the 49ers. I think a lot of people forget that they, you know, they had a chance to go back to the Super Bowl and they were in the Super Bowl, what, two years ago. And so, you know, you look at some of the teams and, and I, I just think this, I, because I, in my era, we, the NFC to me was the power, power. Oh, conference. for sure. Yeah. And now it's a change in the guard. And I don't know, get to look at the power rankings of the final teams, but you know, the teams are, are a lot deeper in the AFC when it comes to you know, difficulty and very, you know, just, the style of play, I think we always kind of labeled it as kind of a finesse league back yeah. the conference back, but not now. I think it's more, look, we're going to go after you. We're going to run the ball. We're going to do some things that you know, they didn't do that. You know, wasn't that trend prior to, I would say, I don't know, 10 years ago. I don't know however long it's been. But anyway, my point is, is that there's kind of been a change in the guard here, RJ. And the NFC is – you look at the NFC East, you look at some of the other conferences and, you know, the, the parody is a little bit more, there's more of a gap there, I would say, but then you look at the eight, well, not, not a parody because I think there's some teams that are better than others, but I think the AFC, there's a lot more parody there. And, and I think that they're going to, every week, they're going to give your, you know, all you want. And I just, the Cincinnati team, and I, I think that it's a pure example you know, I love Jerry Jones. I think he does, and, and you know, does a lot of things for just to keep it relevant. And as far as the business aspect of it, but the I think the narrative is that these owners, the two owners that you got going into. I mean, right now, I didn't know who the Rams owner was until I saw him after when they got the you know the NFC the George Hollis. You know, when Hollis when they got the, the NFC, I didn't know who he was. And then the same thing with Cincinnati. I mean that organization has been in that family for so long but the point is is that they don't have that noise in the background they don't have the the brand and everything you know the cowboys to me it's another frustrating rj is that it's the most valued franchise sports franchise in the world and Um, yet they haven't been back in 26 years and so to me i think that that really kind of gets to me because it's like it seems like they've been so relevant, but they haven't. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year, at 
Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know um, after Super Bowl 30, so the last Cowboys win, obviously, do you know how many NFC championship games the Cowboys had been to at that time? So like like at the time of Super Bowl 30, do you know how many they had been to? Obviously, you had been to a few of them with the Cowboys, but do you know how many they had been to as a team? Are you talking about before the – so, so like you count, you count 30, 27, 28. Let, yeah, let's let's rewind 26 years. Super Bowl 30 has just happened. Of the 30 NFC championship games, how many had the Cowboys played in at that time? Well, I mean, at least uh it's a ton. It's it's a ton, just so you know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 10 or 11. You're actually shy. It's 16. So, like, That's and they crazy. they have still obviously to date, because I haven't added to that, they have played in 16. So, I mean, and they, they are among the leaders in the NFC, even still with this incredible drought. But that, like, I think about that all the time. At, at the time of Super Bowl 30, they had played in over half of NFC, of, of the NFC championship games. And again, that dates back to, you know, the beginning of the Super Bowl era. I mean, so not just the ones you guys played in, but I mean, at the time of Super Bowl 30, you know, the Cowboys had played in eight. They had played in eight of 30 Super Bowls, which is crazy. I mean, it, it's yeah, just like, so- it's, it's not real. So let me ask you this, RJ, because, you know, I'm an older guy and I played in that era. When, when all of a sudden, you know, I think a lot of these younger people, you know, including yourself and people that, are, you know, they're in the generation didn't even, they'd have to Google that mm-hmm. or you, unless they really know the history of the Cowboys. When is it, when is there comes a point where they don't give that credence, all of a sudden people forget about that because it's got, it's been so long. And the fact that the, the brand is really just keeping it out in front, um, you know, it's like an Apple phone. I mean, I, I you know, it's, 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 you know, maybe I shouldn't use that, but I'm just saying it's the brand everyone knows. And that's the only thing it's like, if the, you know, if it fell off the side, it fell off the side of the earth and we didn't have a phone, then maybe people would forget about it, but they wouldn't. But the point is, I don't know where I'm going with this, is that it's the relevancy. I know where you're going. I, the I relevancy and the credence of what the Cowboys did, as you mentioned, 16 NFC championship games at, after Super Bowl 30. Mm-hmm. No one remembers that stuff. It's like, I mean, I don't know. How long have you been doing media stuff? I mean, like, obviously, we've been doing this podcast for several years now, but you've been, doing, been, you've, you've been doing radio and appearances long, for uh, uh, Yeah, forever. I've been doing media stuff for for a long time, longer right. than I played the game of football. That's and that that's my exact point. Like, you know, look, there's been so much talk. We talked about Troy's beer last week, but there's been so much talk about Troy and, like, what his future is and, you know, Fox and Amazon, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, like you know, and, and this happens just because of the, the way life goes. But mm-hmm. you, you you talk about younger generations. I would say any anybody who's like 20, anybody who's in college or younger, maybe even your kids. And I know that sucks because they're your kids. But 
they probably they're like Troy, Troy Wait, played. It, it sucks yeah. because they're my kids. No, no, no. But like, uh, but like, um, I got you, brother. But but they're, that generation is probably like Troy. Troy played. Troy exactly. Troy played for the Cowboys, and they were good. You know what I mean? And if they're saying if they're saying that about Troy, what the hell you think they're saying about someone like me that played on a team? Is so happy and just you know to be part of it. And now it's like you know having to like go back and start talking. Hey, look, I'm the, I'm the throwback king, man. I'll throw back. You see, I'll post some pictures from the from the day, man, because I'm proud of I'm proud of the history. You should, I don't care. You should be, but like I thought about this, um, and I, I tweeted this out after the AFC Championship game. So this year's Super Bowl is on NBC. Um, that, like that's who will will air it. Chris Collinsworth, obviously, you know, is the main color analyst for NBC. The yeah, last we don't, we don't we don't we don't get to listen to the t- the great Tony Romo's broadcast him and Jim Nance. My God. Not this year, uh, unfortunately. But so um, Chris Collinsworth's last game as an NFL player was the last Super Bowl that the Bengals played in. 1990, um, 1991, right? 1988. So 88. Uh, I'm sorry. Damn. Yeah. It's been a long time talking about. So that's so, 88. So that was his last career game was the last Super Bowl that the Bengals played in. And now he gets to call the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Like I, there are a lot of people who don't like Chris Collinsworth and that's fine, but like you have to acknowledge that's sick. Like that is so that cool is. that that he gets to call his team in the Super Bowl. I mean, like that is awesome. And then you think about, you know, and I know we've just kind of turned this into the like trash on the Cowboys, but I mean, you th- think about how many Cowboys announcers there are. Like th- there's Troy, you mentioned there's Romo. Obviously mm-hmm. there was Witten that one year. So think about it. The Super Bowl. Rota- I mean, that's, yeah. Well, yeah. Mo- Moose, obviously, but the Super Bowl rotates through the top three, you know, pairs, which and gotcha. those, those analysts are Collinsworth, Aikman mm-hmm. and Romo. Right. And right. so it like literally two of three years, like in the cycle, have a Cowboy on the broadcast. And none of them have called a Cowboys Super Bowl. Like it would be awesome to watch Troy or even Romo call the Cowboys Super Bowl. I'm so happy for Chris Collinsworth that he gets that with the Bengals. But I mean, and I bet he's happy it's not against the 49ers, by the way. But I mean, like (laughs) there's just that's what I'm saying. Like, it's amazing that they cannot pull this off when they have, like you mentioned, being the most valuable franchise in the world. That's why, like, you look at the Bengals. There was this great write-up in The Athletic that compared the financial values of the Rams to the Bengals and, you know, the difference in, you know, in in lifestyles in L.A. and Cincinnati. And so, like, again, you're talking this tiny Midwest team can find a way, can you know, can can stumble their way into the, into the Super Bowl and you're the mighty, tall, loud, proud Dallas Cowboys and you can't. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's, it's really that's what it is. It's embarrassing. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often and, and it, it just kind of, I have no I have no answer for it. It's like, Tony, when are the Cowboys going to get back? And I'm like, I don't know. So I, I'm like, I don't have any questions. I, I don't. It seems like I. It's a. It's the same question for many, many years. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I don't know. This is. I. It's always. It's always seems like it's the same, right? It's always like people like. It's. It's like, well, what do you think about? It's a coaching. It's a Dak or it's something. I'm like, I. I've run out of answers. You know, there's a point where it's like the, it's that question to ask you so many times. I mean, if I. You know, the whole saying, if I had a, you know, a dollar for every time someone asked me that same question, I'd be a freaking rich man. I mean, that's how many times a question is asked, RJ. It's like, when are they going to be able to get back there? And then Chris Collinsworth, 1988, I 
you know, I gave more credit. 91, that's when the, the, the uh, Giants won the Super Bowl. They beat the Bills. And obviously, we won the next two years. And But anyway, um, I just – you run out of – you run out of questions. You run out of answers. You don't know how to answer that. And I, I think that that's – I think that's the most frustrating thing. And I think that that's really the angst that comes out in a lot of people because they don't know. I mean, I also think – that sometimes and and some of this is just like how famous and notorious the Cowboys are, but sometimes the jokes write themselves. And I'm actually about to tweet this in a minute, but like, and this is a good segue into Tom Brady. So do you realize, so Tom, Tom Brady, the goat, the absolute goat, right? Like nobody's going to deny us. So Tom Brady lost three Super Bowls in his career, all, all three of them to NFC East teams. Okay. None of them to the Dallas Cowboys, obviously he, at one point or another through his incredibly long NFL career lost at least one regular season game to the Eagles, to the giants and to Washington. In fact, they lost to Washington this past season. The Buccaneers did. He never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. I think like, it's, it's just like, again, the, the jokes just like write themselves. He, he's, he lost to every single one of them, but not to the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I think for one, he was, as you mentioned, his greatest of all time. And I think for two, I think he was one of those guys that kind of fed off, like, okay, all right, I'm going to show show you guys and you know how great the Cowboys were, and it's still the the hype of the Cowboys and not more the focus on what Tom Brady had done to that point. And you know during his his run, you know seven t- world titles more than any franchise that has ever won in the history of the game. I mean, think about that. So. I think that it's another, it's another thing. And I always talk about, we've been talking this for ever since you and I have been working together on this podcast, teams play up when they play the Cowboys, because for some reason they just, they can't stand them. It's like, I, I, I watched the bachelor last night. I'm not, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I, this is what you do whenever you you're married, you know, I mean, your wife wants to watch it. And so I start watching all these, this guy, he's trying to pick 30 people, you know, there's, there's, there's all these girls that want, want to be, you know, married to the bachelor, one hand proposed. We all know that. Anyway, Jesse Palmer does a a great job for Chris Harrison. I, by the way, if you, anyway, I know. Cowboys fan Chris Harrison, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, there's, there's always one that's gotta be, they gotta have a character. They gotta have the villain. They gotta have the one that the other, the women can't stand. And I feel like that that's the Cowboys whenever people play them and everyone's trying to, there's always that the Cowboys are that one that stands out that everyone can't stand. They're going to pile up and they're going to try to do whatever they can to not let them get the rose. And I hate to bring that into our podcast, but I mean, this it is kind of like a hotspot still, but that's the point. Like they're the ones that like, they can't, there's always that some, one person that, they all form this pack and they do not want her to get the rose or they say she's like saying and sabotaging everything. And I think that that's the, the mentality to the point about, you know, Tom Brady, not ever losing to the Cowboys. It's, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm becoming jaded. Maybe I'm getting older. Maybe I'm just too stuck in like the professional part of my job, but I mean, this off season more than ever, you know, there's there is like a I, you talk about the passion. There is like a romance to being a mm-hmm. sports fan, right? Like there, yeah. there's a romance to convincing yourself 
this is it. This is the year for whoever you root for, whatever team, whatever sport. So there is there is a level of romance. I'm so I mean, like and I know myself and I, I at one point, I, I think I will reach a point where I'll, I'll be hyped. I'll be pumped. I'll be excited. And I will lie to myself the way we all have for over a quarter century. But it does it does feel different this year. Like this this year does feel a little like, man, like, what are we doing here? Like, we're all just kind of like we're, we're just sitting here wasting time. You know what I mean? That's, we're all just sitting here aging. That That's all we're doing. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's it's crazy when you think that, like, again, like there were all these videos of Bengals fans, like older Bengals fans, like people in their 70s and 80s, like, you know, freaking out. Like, I never thought I'd see this again. Like, whatever. It's like, did you see did you see the guy crying after they, they won the AFC championship game? Did you see that? I mean, there were a yeah, ton. I mean, but that's. Yeah, but this is the one I saw. It's like he was in tears. I mean, you thought that man, it was just you thought that his his grandson or his his son had uh, you know discovered the the crypto or you, know, you thought that maybe there was some <laughs> that's a good Brady decided, line yeah well I'm just I mean it was just like oh my god this guy is he's emotional he's crying bawling like a baby bawling like your your little you know, you know R J Ochoa Jr. <laughs> um, part of the way that I'm going to lie to myself and tell myself that the Cowboys have a shot next year does have to do with Tom Brady to, to kind of make this about him, to talk some actual football, you know, cause this is, this has been a mess of an episode. I hope people liked it, uh, but um, Brady's gone now officially. So the bucks are done, right? Like, nope. Like we're not scared of the bucks, right. In 2022. I mean, let, like, just like, let me rip through these teams real quick. Like just simple. Yes or no. Are you scared of them? Bucks? Obviously no. Right. No. Falcons, your favorite team. No. Saints without Sean Payton. No. Panthers, obviously not. No. Okay, so that there's four. We're not mm-hmm. really afraid of any NFC East team, you know, whatever, but fine. You know, we'll, we'll just put them in, in a unique box. The Packers might not have Aaron Rodgers. If, if Aaron Rodgers is gone, are you afraid of the Packers? No, I, I, I right. no. The Vikings, you're not. The Lions, you're no. not. The Bears, we're both super happy for Matt Eberflus, but I mean, yeah. they're, but they're not going to be good. Right? But yeah, but they, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll need some time. Um, mm-hmm. And then in the NFC West, okay, the Rams, obviously everyone's afraid of the Rams, but the Cardinals, eh, even though the Cardinals did beat the Cowboys, but fine. The Niners, you know, who knows if they're better with Trey Lance next year or whatever. The Seahawks might not have Russell Wilson. So you're talking, there's like maybe two teams that are super duper scary in the NFC. Like, do, do you let, let's just live in that number for a moment. Let's live in that number. Even if there are only two teams that are a threat to the Cowboys in the whole conference and they are division rivals. So only one of them can win the division. Do you, do you trust the Cowboys to take advantage of that? Like you talk about I, finesse I, stuff. This is, this is kind of the old Eastern conference in the NBA where it's just, right, so it's, I'm going to, I'm going to play that game that are you, are you scared or just a hypothetically uh, hypothetical uh, scenario? Because I think that all those teams that you just mentioned, you know, the first week of the season, I think you start, you know, we need to move on, but you know, the season was, it just felt like everyone, there was a, even at 12 and five, it was just you know, disappointing. I, mean, I, I we and here's the problem. This is what we fall into this category every time, RJ. It's like we see the teams that they're yeah, you're supposed yeah, they'll beat them. But guess what? They struggle. They struggle. They you know they'll beat up on the NFC East opponents. But then when they get to the teams that you just mentioned that play team football, right? Mm-hmm. 
and they can't win enough categories. And there goes the games I thought they'd win. And they, you look at the matchups, they should win, but they just don't know how to finish. So there's this culture. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I, it, the, the point is, and I know in all this, is that when you look at the NFC East in next year, this is what the, the lay of the land is. And this is who the Cowboys, first of all, there's some things they got to change. I mean, I just don't trust them. Yeah, and that's that's what I, I, all, this whole conversation down, I, is about. I just totally don't. I just don't. I, I just don't trust. No, and that's like we we can contextualize it however we want to, right? Like we can we can say mm-hmm. like we trust the Bengals. Like, dude, we trust the Bengals more than the Cowboys. Like, that's that's the upside down world we live. But like we think of it. That's kind of the point you brought up earlier. We think of it as upside down, but why? Like it's mm-hmm. it's been a quarter century. Like it's right. not. Like they are. If you if you break the NFL in half, like we're, we're getting close to Super Bowl 60, right? We're four years away from that. But it, it, once we get to Super Bowl 60, if you looked at the, the league in two halves, the first 30 years, the second 30 years, there's no question that of the first 30 years, the Cowboys are arguably the best franchise in the NFL. But over the second half, over those second 30 years, even if they win a Super Bowl between now and then, which feels like a very large if, they are among the worst teams in the NFL. They are. Like, about, uh, yeah. How about this, RJ? I'm coming up on my 25th anniversary this year. My wife and I have been married for 25 years, and Cowboys have not been in an FC championship game. Think, I, so I'm just thinking the increments. I look at my life. My life's totally yeah, – I'm an older, you know, guy, obviously, man. But I look at the increments. I've – you know, I retired from football. I got married, um, had kids. <laughs> Your kids, and your, 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 your kids are in college. Got, my oldest son got married, and my both my kids are in college. I got your, the juniors. I mean, think about that. Think about this old man sitting there thinking, <laughs> my increment's a little different than yours. You know, I feel like, um, like I mean, I've I've watched every Cowboys documentary a thousand times, and um, the '92 title game that we've talked about that game a million times. But uh, Roger Staubach was at that game. Obviously, was an honorary captain yeah. for you guys, and I think about sometimes what you guys must have thought that it, that day when you saw him you were probably like man this old dude like well, like what's this old guy doing out here you know i what I, mean? I, I was i was in awe i mean, well, I was, I mean of course like obviously you're right, you're, you're right. that's but an you, old dude yeah you, know, you get what yeah. i'm saying like you're thinking like man, we're, we're the alpha dogs man we're yeah like you think the, the, the you're, you're thinking like <laughs> everything that he did felt so long ago at that point in time. Yeah. You know, and, and if you think about it, his second title, his most recent title that day was only 15 years in the rearview mirror from, you know, Damn. in 1977. So yeah. like, think about it. 15 years, you know, would have been awesome. Uh, like that would have been an awesome, you know, drought mm-hmm. to end, but it's been way too long at this point. And so um, it's just, it's funny. Like you have to laugh at it because, because you have no choice, but I, I like, one more way to put this through the prism of Brady uh, right before we started recording, I tweeted no more Tom Brady, Tiger Woods. We both love is obviously playing less and less. I, you know, I know you're not a big soccer guy, but Cristiano Ronaldo is getting close to the end of his career. And so is Messi, uh, Serena Williams, like pick, pick a goat. You know, there's all sorts of goats. By the way, you missed me mention Cristiano Ronaldo. There's a, there's a, there's a series on Netflix and it's about his wife. I don't know if you know about that. You would like it. Okay. I'll yeah, check it out. She, yeah. I, I, yeah. So anyway, I just okay. I well, look, look at that. Yeah. Tony dropping yeah. Ozark, man. You just king of. Pop well, no, my wife. So it's all about her life, and you know he's like a billionaire, and she. It's, but it's pretty intriguing. She sure. she came from like a very 
this humble. It wasn't like gotcha. it was this. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. But so you look at like, like pick, pick a goat, whether it's Brady, even, even pick another end of pick Peyton, pick uh, Ronaldo, Messi, Serena, Tiger, um, Kobe, Michael Jordan. Well, Jordan, Jordan doesn't work for this analogy, but you could pick okay. Kobe. All of those careers, like those long, illustrious, grand, big, massive, epic careers happened completely after the Dallas Cowboys were relevant. God, I guess that's see, that just kind of dates everything, too. And you can't throw Michael Jordan in there. Yeah. Well, again, Jordan, you know, that's the only one that doesn't work because obviously, you know, there's some there's some cross success between him and y'all at the time. Um, but I mean, dude, it's. I mean, like it's like, what do you like? We're running out of ways to put this. It's it's. And I, and I think that that's I think that that's why uh, you feel a lot of the fans frustration and just bigger because the, they are they they've been waiting for a long time. And, you know, the older you know people that have been waiting for a long time and and, and now the, you know, the kids that just started the generation just really started. They're like, it's like, well, what's all the fuss about? the Cowboys, they haven't done anything. And so I think that that's the, when we start looking at this team and you start looking at Jerry, Jerry's no spring chicken. And I'm sure that he wants to get this thing done before it all happens to everyone. But my point is, is that he's not getting any younger and the frustration part on that. But again, it's just, you know, and I look at Tom Brady's career and I think that it's just ridiculous. And I know probably the reason why, obviously, he waited because he had like a $15 million signing bo- or roster bonus if he's still on it, so I can understand that. But, you know, I think that that's the thing about it. It's like, man, look, the Cowboys aren't even, haven't even sniffed it. They haven't even got close to it. I mean, like, I don't know. Um, I mean, again, I've tweeted some of these things out, but, like, I think the Rams – the Rams have been to four NFC championship games yeah. um, or rather, excuse me, four Super Bowls in, in, in since, since 1999. Okay. They have done it as two different teams because mm-hmm. they, they, they did it as the same Louis, Saint Louis and the and LA then, Rams. I mean, yeah. like we could, we could spend hours, you know, putting it, um, you know, in perspective like this. Um, but if we did, then the dog might bark again or the baby might cry. So uh, that was a weird start uh, to the episode, but we landed this plane, Tony. They said it couldn't be done, but, but we did, you know, those, the haters and losers, they were wrong. Yeah. You got to put those seatbelts on, man, because, um, you know, you just never know, never know whenever there, there may be some turbulence on the seven, five Oh, we made it though. Uh, yeah. We'll be back next week and we'll get ready uh, for the Super Bowl. Maybe we'll talk some of Tony's Super Bowl memories and uh, some what 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 are you making people for your Super Bowl watching experience? Let us know on Twitter at TC Casillas and at RJ Ochoa, and we'll kind of maybe plan a plan a little menu, Tony. Maybe you'll share a special recipe or something with the seven five zero. So we'll see. Um, oh well, I got right. some. I got some good good tips. Okay. Really. All right. Well, yeah. we'll look forward to that next Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. We'll see you next week. This was the 750.